I'm Annalise Seaborn, Certified Life Design Coach, and I'm your host here on Wake Your Dream, a podcast about growth and how the ways you think and act are what create your life. And I am joined, as always, by my partner, my husband, Alan. Hey. Good to see you today, friend. Yeah, good to be here. <laughs> Good to have we you also guys just to. before we get too started here, we should just let people know that they're I think it's the city or township or whatever is doing some tree trimming around our I think it's around the power lines mm. like on our street right now. It's very so exciting. Might be a little more dog activity than normal. Yeah. Um. So we'll try to curb we're, that. But just to we're going to give it an old whirl today and just see how yeah. it goes with our furry friends. If you're so what I've learned as I go back and I edit the episodes, if our dogs hear themselves bark in the recording, <laughs> they start barking in real life. So I actually never noticed a, that there's a warning, I guess, if you have similar issues with your dogs might be a dog centric episode but mm. so anyway that is not what we're name talking about today here. but i'm just throwing <laughs> it out there just in case um yeah so today is a little bit it's a little bit um off the cuff for me i just decided to do this topic today because it's something that i'm going through but i'm going i, f- I felt myself going through it in a very different way than i would have in the past yeah And so to me, the topic for this episode really represents a lot of growth for me. Um, It represents I'm a different version of myself today than I was even like three years ago, I want to say. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, As a result of some of the the work, a lot of the practices that we've been talking about in previous episodes. Yeah, exactly. So like really even if you even if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes maybe you're just starting with this one maybe this is your first um wake your dream podcast episode that you've heard but a lot of why i pick what i pick for this podcast topic wise is because it's been all little building blocks that have made this really transformative new foundation for me in my life yeah. like to be more who I want to be and be like, how do I want to say it? Feel capable being me. Feel like that's sustainable. Feel yeah. like that's actually a strong choice for me. Like feel confident as me instead of kind of doing things the old way because you're used to it and you're like, well, that's just me. I struggle with this or sure. I can't do this and that's just me. It's just, I just can't. Um, so I'm kind of like, I've been emerging from some mentalities like that. Like today's episode is going to be about anxiety. Yeah. And and we we were yeah. planning to record today already. Yes. We would have been talking about something different. Right. And then you were realizing like, hey, I'm noticing this is what is coming up for me today. Yes. And I'm also at the same time noticing that having used a lot of the strategies that you know I've learned over the past however many number of years yeah um that it feels a lot different to be in this like something that maybe these are my words so maybe you would change it a little bit but like something that before would have had me really spinning out 
yeah. to this degree, whatever that is, I notice I'm catching it and I'm I'm managing it in a much different way. Yes. And it's still it's still anxiety and it's still uncomfortable right. and I still don't like it, but I don't see it having those cascading type of effects. Yes. You know? Yes. Right. Is that a good way of saying kind of where exactly. you're at with it? That this is an issue that I just realize um I do have a struggle with this. Um, with anxiety, specifically in work, like around the topic of work, yeah. anything that my brain is putting in that category um, can carry a bunch of pressure with it. And before, just a handful of years ago, I didn't even realize I had a choice about that pressure. It's just something that would come with it. Yeah. And now I've been, as I've been learning how to do this thought work, which is like, I get to work with my thoughts. I also get to choose my thoughts or choose to replace my thoughts that aren't serving me. I don't have to just take, am I in a bad mood at face value and just yeah. be like, dang, hope this doesn't ruin my day. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't have why, to live like that. Right. And yeah. like, like why this is such a significant thing Yeah, is, you know, for, Anxiety is something that both of us deal with. Mm -hmm. And why I think when we talk about it, I think it's so important to talk about the idea that uh, this is, we're not, uh, we're not like ascending to levels where we don't have any <laughs> anxious sudden, moments anymore. I don't have it anymore. Yeah, but we're learning like more and more. I have no idea why this word is coming in my head more and more robust strategies mm. to deal with the anxiety, which is, I don't even, I doubt I've okay. ever hardly said that word Side in my bar life. on that. Yeah. Robust is clearly a great word choice for it this. It is good, right? However, yeah. it does make me think of Italian dressing. Okay. That's, that's very strange. Very first thing Thank I you. think of. Okay. Well, that's nice. Um, However, so, I get it and you know, I appreciate so the, that point. The point yeah. is like what we... Um, I've heard, I, I forget where I came across this idea, but like we all have this like healing fantasy in our minds, right? Uh, yep. And so like when you say healing fantasy, you mean there's going to be a moment where I'll just be free of this, well, that magic yeah, partly, kind of moment. Yeah, partly that, yeah. but partly like, so what living with, you know, whatever level of anxiety someone's living with. Mm -hmm you you kind of have this idea in your head that well if i could just yeah. right and then you go uh Fill in have the more money in the bank then i'll have less anxiety yes. if i could just drive the dream car i want then i'll have less anxiety maybe that's on my mind cuz i just figured out just i have some car a project stuff. i have yep. to do now <laughs> um you know or like if we could just live in the right house then I'll have less anxiety. If I could just right. be married to the right person, I'll have less anxiety. Right. And we, I think, we I think we kind of all have that in our minds. Yeah. And we're thinking there is a world, a version of the world yep. where not all my anxieties will be calmed, but where I'll like get life set up so perfectly 
that there won't be any reasons for anxiety. Yes. Okay. This is. And yeah. This is really good. Okay. Jump in. Sorry. You, is this you want okay? Me to keep I do want to go. I do want to okay. jump in. All right. It's almost like you're talking about um, because the anxiety story in our heads usually is telling us that the circumstances are the problem. Yeah. It's telling us the circumstances are the problem. So innately, because I don't have control over my circumstances, no one does. Yeah. Innately, I feel anxious about it because I know deep down I can't do anything directly about that. Sure. So I'm a victim in that story. I will always okay. be a victim yeah. in that particular story. So that's what's interesting about the default story, because I actually wrote this down on, on mm. my notes actually okay. today. Yeah. Um, what does it take to manage your anxiety better? It takes a self-concept shift from being a victim in the story to somehow having agency in the story, having authority mm, in the story. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting you bring that up. I like, I'm going to bring your robust word back. Yeah, it's a good one. And I'm going to say, <laughs> this is why that's such a good fitting word, at least to me, is to me, robust almost kind of means holistic. Sure. Where you're taking into account, who am I and what do I have capabilities for? Yeah. I want to give, ideally, I'd like to give myself enough credit to move through this problematic situation, to move through this difficult emotion, I'd like to give myself capability and accessibility to do that. Yeah. But if I'm only focused on my circumstances needing to change, in order for me to be free of this feeling, I'll be naturally trapped right. in the anxiety. That's exactly. That's yeah. yeah, that's the big kind of lie that I think we we latch on to. And I think subconscious, know, we don't not know lie, that this is subconsciously. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like not a lie we're, we're telling it. ourselves. Right, right, right. It's a lie like about the nature of the world that we just assume. Yeah. Like we, we just assume it. that our favorite, um, super famous celebrity doesn't deal with this type of anxiety. Totally. You know, and so we're thinking, Okay, well, if I could just, you know, ascend to the top of my field, make so much money that nothing could ever get to me, whatever, yeah. right? Like, or that and, it makes me think of that phrase that we sometimes use. Um, I forget what episode we were talking about this, but the idea of must be nice. Sure. Must be nice yeah. to have yeah. what this person has yeah. or that yeah. kind of thinking is so disempowering. <laughs> Well, yeah, and it kind of keeps the door not, open for the anxiety. You know, it's not, and yeah. that's why I'm wanting to say, like, what we're what we're talking about here is not. Um, I've been able to set up my life in such right. a way that very <laughs> few things that cause me anxiety get to me. Yes, that's not what we're talking about. That's not what our life is like. Yes, what life, what has changed, is we've learned different ways to manage the story we're telling the ourselves things that bring up anxiety for yes. us and to say okay is this is this what i think like until these circumstances just get to be the ideal ones that i want i live under this weight of this level of anxiety all the time 
Yeah, that becomes that becomes really the operating question. I mean, honestly, if you're if you're ever going to be open to changing some of these inner patterns that you're used to, the inner spirals, it is going to be about that. Like, well, what kind of cost am I paying to just keep doing it the old way? Yeah. Because I'm left with no options at the end of every other anxiety story I tell myself. Like, yeah. I don't want to feel that way yeah. about myself and my life anymore. And I, yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to make this explicit because at least for me and my experience, yeah. This is something I realized after I had implemented some strategies to help navigate anxiety. Not that I ever knew, like, in the process, you know? Yes, you had to and practice people might it have told me before things. you got results, right? Well, no, no, that's not... I mean, yes, but that's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying... um. I was I was using st- like some of the tools to help navigate anxiety without making the connection that ultimately the goal here is um I just got in my head like I was thinking of an analogy cuz maybe this isn't the best mm-hmm. way to say it but like it was almost like okay if you start going to the gym and you start lifting weights your goal on day one is not to see the person over here lifting a bunch of weight and you go, okay, how can I navigate life to where I never have to lift that much weight, but I, I still like achieve all my goals, right? You're going in going, my goal is learning, starting with a small weight to learn how to handle that and building up and building up and building up. Because you realize what you would need to sustain is to know how to do the work. Yeah, and this is where the analogy isn't so good, right? So don't follow me too far there. I was trying to go down that analogy. But what I'm saying is (laughs) how I approached anxiety was a total different way, Mm. right? I wasn't thinking, man, life is going to continue to be filled with these things that bring anxiety up for me. Yeah. So I need to I need to learn as many different tools and approaches and strategies as possible so I can navigate the inevitable anxieties. Hmm. I was thinking I got to figure out how to get, get these anxiety, anxiety raising moments out of my life. Yes. And that's where Yeah. That was yep. where the gym yes. weight analogy it's like okay. actually what you're trying to do is get in as many repetitions Yes. Of navigating anxiety as possible. But that feels so weird at first. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Right. I didn't I didn't realize that was actually the goal. Right, right, right. Until I already like had done it so much that I was like, I'm way less anxious. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, but but my circumstances, my circumstances haven't really changed. changed. So how did that happen? And then I kind of had to backfill and realize yes. oh. Yes. And so that's why I'm just that's wanting to say this very good point. explicitly for anybody who's like early right. in the journey. Right. You you probably are thinking, well, yeah, I'll learn a couple little strategies, but ultimately until the anxiety producing parts of my life are less, 
I'm just going to be crushed by this. Right. You know, and what I and you have found. We want to encourage you in that moment right now. Yeah. Because this is what's this true. This is the the weight analogy where it works perfectly. <laughs> I, I'm just joking. But, you know, Swoops it's in. like the more you navigate yeah. this anxiety. Yes. Uh, the more you're able to navigate future anxiety. Yeah. And I was thinking the goal isn't to navigate future anxiety. The goal is to not have have future anxiety. (laughs) And I just want to make explicit for anyone listening. That's why we're talking about this. Yes. Because we're on this journey. Right. And have seen real improvement in our day-to-day experience with anxiety. Yes. But but we it's still a get it. Continual moving we still forward, have it. navigating anxiety. Yep. Not life so great. We just don't have any. Exactly. You know? This is why. Okay, so there were points that you. I made. know that was a long. Thing, yeah, it's but, okay. You know, it hopefully it, it covered was helpful. some. It covered some good bases and um, really hit that point home that like where a person is starting at, you you don't really know you know what you'd like to be shooting for and it's what anyone would like to be shooting for when you're dealing with something that feels negative you want that negativity to be gone yeah so because like i said in the beginning i feel like a lot of the natural default anxiety stories that just play in the background for us um because those stories are focused on circumstances it seems like something external to us is what needs to change or disappear yeah. or not be a part of what we're dealing with and that that's our solution that's the what i was trying to say that's the healing fantasy thing right right? exactly if this just changes oh then life's gonna be good because it seems so obvious what should quote-unquote be changing yeah in your current issue yeah you know which would be cool it would be amazing it's just not we don't want to you know and i was gonna say it's not how life is and the way life actually works, how do you grow when it comes to being pressed up against the way life actually works? Right, right. And that's a point that you, Alan, had been making a little bit like more towards the beginning in some of the earlier episodes yeah. as well. Yeah. But I think it's so, so important to reinforce that the reason that I created this podcast and that you are supporting me, like, you know, f- filling this space with me and like fleshing the space out with me is what I should say is because like there's a missing piece in like the self-help world. Mm. Um, It's just a rare piece to find where people are actually talking about how to help yourself from the standpoint of you're living an everyday life as a person who is going to continue to struggle because that's what life is. Realistically, that's what life is. It's the bottom of the iceberg stuff Sure. That we sure. don't see in yeah. all these shiny examples of people being past their issue or they've overcome their obstacle. I even have an episode called Overcome Your Obstacles. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I'm I would probably rename it now. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that one of the points we talked about in there is not that you're never gonna have an obstacle again. And that's what I liked about the angle sure. we were coming at is like what do you do when you hit an obstacle Yeah. versus, well, when I hit an obstacle, the solution I need is for it to go away. Right. And that's what we're talking about with anxiety here. And I, I will say like, 
I forget what episode this is, 20 something. Um, yeah. Early 20s. 2021, 20, somewhere in there. Yeah. So I had extreme anxiety about doing this podcast in the yeah. very, very beginning. Yeah. Because this was such a big leap for me, and it actually hits all of my little anxiety. Extreme buttons. is maybe a a big word. For yeah, it. like you were you were very anxious. I but, was I was very know. ready. Yeah, I was more ready than I was extreme, giving myself like credit you for. Weren't, you weren't, <laughs> but like having panic attacks and no, stuff like that. You know, so I'm just correct. saying, like I wasn't. But, you were very anxious, but it was going to put me in a spot of needing to be consistent with a commitment in a very visible way. Yeah. And I had feelings about that. Yeah, absolutely. It did trigger, like I mentioned more towards the beginning of this episode, it did kind of trigger back um, that one of my long running anxiety stories about work and how basically it consists of I'm always behind and I'm always on the brink of failure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a very it's a very fun story to be living in. Um I mean, if you think about that, if you're telling yourself a story, now this is default, right? So mm-hmm. I wasn't like trying to tell myself this story. It's just and probably something aren't even consciously aware. I wasn't consciously in most aware moments, right? But what I have realized over this last handful of years where I'm practicing becoming more aware of what is making me anxious is the feeling. Mm -hmm. So I get this kind of like hot, tense, kind of crackly feeling. I start to feel not, okay, so I'm going to say this word, but it's not panic attack. It's not like a physical panic attack at all. Um, But what it is, is like sort of a rising panic or desperation Mm -hmm. kind of feeling. Yeah. Um, And it's only because I'm looking at the next thing on my to-do list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I started to be like, I don't want to associate every little tiny thing. Now that was a little bit of an exaggeration, but I was like, I don't want to associate these things that I need to do for work as this big problem. Yeah. So I realized you don't want to feel frantic and very pressured. (laughs) Right. When it's like sit down to record something or, or put it out there live in the world, you know, like, because with the podcast, the thing that was pushing me to do it was because my actual why, like my actual big reason underneath why do I want to do this podcast is because I freaking love these topics. Yeah. I have found so much power in these topics. My clients have gotten so much breakthrough and have been able to drop a lot of things that just don't serve them, a lot of things that were holding them back, behaviors and habits. And they were, they're able to like grab up new habits and just create. That's why I call what I do life design coaching. Yeah. So they get to design their life where before they were living a life that was super defensive. And in these old stories of, I'm just kind of a victim of my circumstances. And I didn't even realize what choices I had. And that's what the the unknown, unconscious anxiety stories are telling us you know that yours is saying you're gonna mess this up you're gonna drop the ball you're gonna you know do something very public right and it's gonna fail you're gonna lose yes it's you're gonna just i think the root fear was you're gonna destroy your reputation Mm, interesting which was quite epic obviously yeah but what's 
I can kind of have a sense of humor about it now, sort of sprinkled in as I'm struggling a little bit. Yeah. But um, and currently I'm struggling, I would say on a scale of one to ten. Currently I'm probably at a two. Yeah. So um, but I was like, I I think this is precisely why we need to do an episode that's like talking about what this growth feels like for me right now. Yeah, because managing your anxiety while you're dealing with the anxiety is like one of the most empowering things you can do for yourself, even though it feels like so counterintuitive. Yeah. Because you're like, what in the early episodes, and that's why this episode is so this feels very interesting to me today. Because I would have wanted to avoid talking about whatever topic I was currently struggling with in the beginning of doing these episodes, I I was kind of leery to talk about it Yeah. because I was like, well, why don't I talk about it when I'm getting more of a grasp on it, like in the moment, and then I'll talk about it. You know, I still had some of those things I needed to get used to being open and transparent about in this type of a venue. Yeah. It's felt very public and very like, okay, I'm doing this live. Yeah. I don't have room. But now that I have been doing it enough, um, the podcast, I mean, mm-hmm. I've been trying to be really present with myself physically. And by that, I just mean notice what I'm feeling mm-hmm. and not make that work against me. And by that, I mean, old school me would have tried to kind of rush or dismiss my feeling yeah. if it was yeah. like an unhelpful thing to be feeling. I'd be like, okay, you know what? No, I don't have to be anxious. That's stupid. Like I shouldn't even, it's fine. I can just push forward and just do this thing. But now I have felt myself shift that self-concept. I don't have to be a victim to this. Part of me is believing that, that there are circumstances that I can't control and that means something about me. Yeah. But part of me knows I don't have to pick that. That's not even an accurate assumption. Like, I don't, I don't even agree that that is what's happening. I know that I'm capable. I've been building this evidence for, for me, from me to me, and I can start acting like it. So I just want to, like, kind of shine a light bulb on that being part of how do I manage my anxiety better? Yeah. And by manage it better, this is kind of what I mean. In reality, in your life, you can help yourself a lot more than you think in the moment. So if you're maybe not used to picturing yourself being able to have the tools that you need and have enough of what you need, I just want you to know that some of the growth is starting to picture yourself. I am more capable of helping myself than I have thought in the past. So like starting with that, when you start with that kind of self-concept, I'm more in charge. I, there's something that I have that I can use that's going to help me. I'm allowed to be here with me right now and handle this a little bit differently. Then your anxiety will start to lessen in intensity. Yeah. And it's going to also last a shorter amount of time over time as you practice this self-concept of, I can just be here in this moment. I can feel a little hot in my cheeks. That's okay. I can notice, you know, that the story that I'm believing that I'm super behind and I'm afraid of failure. 
it's not even, that's not accurate. And I don't have to hold that. And you were bringing something up earlier that I think is really helpful for this part, which is another. So, yeah. So one of the parts that you're doing to help yourself manage your anxiety in a way that feels better and gets you better results is you're picturing yourself concept as I can handle this better than I think I can. Let me try it. Yeah. And the and second again, one this is reframing is, well, the old story. Before, yeah, before we get to that, I was going to say this is why the perspective of um I'm not trying to have no anxiety in my life. Right. I'm trying to learn how to handle my anxiety because if you're Yeah. if your goal is no anxiety or minimal anxiety, if you feel any then that's going to be an issue. That's a sign for alarm for you. Yeah. Right. Because that's you're, gonna mean you're missing your. And goal. then when you start to feel the alarm, then the anxiety yeah. just kind of turns up more because it's like, yeah, oh, we were right. There is something wrong because <laughs> you are alarmed, you know. Right. And so that's why I just think knowing. Yeah, there's going to be moments of anxiety. And I, I said that like kind of dismissive like yeah there's gonna be a moment and I, I didn't mean it that way but no but you to mean just be aware to, like yeah yeah this is this is gonna be part of my life starting like, to accept that this is part of what life what yeah. the experience of life brings with it because right. it, it just does days have yes. ups and downs they some literally have will more ups than more downs some yeah. have more downs than more ups yep. and you know you hope you have more ups than downs obviously but yep you know, but to know you have that's what you not need, how it goes. to know that you have what you need and that you can trust yourself to practice that more and more, that helps you with that bottom of the iceberg stuff that you're going through. And to expect there's going to be some downs yes, in a day, it. you know, yes. like, oh, okay. Then it just doesn't throw you the same way. Right. Um, right. Because if you have what you need to encounter the issues, to move through the issues and to navigate them then there really isn't the problem like you thought there was the problem. There's the struggle. There's the discomfort still. But if you have the tools that you need already to be practicing that and to feel that kind of competence for yourself in this area that maybe you've never felt that before, that's really powerful. Yeah. And, and it naturally changes you. And you waste yeah. a lot less emotional energy and mental energy on trying to wish that you weren't experiencing the anxiety or the negative and instead that effort goes toward using you know your tools to kind of cope with it yes yes so um that's really good yeah and so, so that, point two, you were saying. Yeah, point two, and this is another tool, yeah, right? When you're yeah. thinking about, well, what are these tools? So the first one is your self-concept, right? Shifting from victim to being more in charge. Um, and noticing that feeling in your body, too. You can tell when you're trying to stand on solid ground inside of yourself. At least that's how I picture it. I'm trying to step back on solid ground, not for everything to just be fine. Right. So I'm just taking a step in me back on solid ground in me of I do have something that's going to help me. I'm allowed to just take a little time and see what that might be. Yeah. 
And then the second tool is reframe the old story. So I don't know, Alan, if you want to like talk a little bit about that, but that's where the way you had kind of said it was, this is where you're noticing what that old story is telling you. And I just want to remind you guys, my old story about work was being behind chronically, like all the time. My brain is just assuming I'm behind. I have so much to do and I'm on the brink of failure. I'm super close to just failing everything. But noticing what the rules of that story are and then changing the rules of engagement, saying, yeah. I'm not that, actually that going to engage. The rules of engagement. Yeah. That was the thing that I said earlier. That's what you were saying. Um, yeah. I, ever since I knew that we were going to be talking about that, yeah, I've been trying to think about it because we, how we talked about it earlier was stuff related to our own lives and some some relationship dynamic type stuff yeah yeah that wouldn't really be oh no the example appropriate to use yeah. as an example so i've been trying to think of like yeah what what is an example of how that that works like changing the rules of engagement because and it and so maybe it's kind you can of partly use my work one Well, maybe it's kind of partly what I was saying or what I was trying to say earlier about the, um, you know, if I'm hoping for zero anxiety, then when I get some, then I've already failed. I already messed up. Right. Right. And instead of thinking about it from the perspective of, okay. Some of these are things I'm going to have to learn how to deal with. Yeah. And um, so my my True. effort goes toward learning that, you know, like, yeah. I, OK, I'm going to use another. OK, because uh, I was going to I just thought of a okay. way to connect it to yeah. my work one. OK, yeah. will you keep Do yours? That. Well, this is probably better. OK, we'll see. Mine is like another theoretical <laughs> building stamina for, you know, okay. whatever. OK, so, yeah, let's do so, yours. Yeah. So that's a good. That's a good way to put it. Um, and I feel like, too, when the growth that I'm doing is super deep to my core, like this is kind of one of the main areas that growth would help me. I feel like those are the that's the type of growth that takes me a while to chew on. Mm-hmm. And it takes me a while to verbalize. Right. To yeah. like say, yeah. how would I even describe this? Partly because it's not really within my personality, like to want to be open about that kind of thing. Yeah. My personality. You want to have already closed the chapter yeah, and then I you can have talk mastery about it. first. Yeah. 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 So that's something I need to catch. And Where what people relate to yeah, is the exact is opposite. The in process you know what I mean? Like part. Because we like to know, well, what, what are the inner workings of that? Like, show me how. Yeah. It's cool to know but, that somebody made it through something. Yeah. But, but it's, it's helpful more to helpful know to know someone's it in like. it with you, yeah. but they're a little bit ahead of where you are. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so they can like, well, here, let me, you know, let me yeah. walk you through how to start. Yeah. And then you like, oh, okay, this yes. is, you know, there's some handholds for me. Yes. As I'm going from total beginner. Right. To having a little bit of practice. Yeah. Engage know. a little bit with practicing a new way yeah. to handle anxiety, yeah. for instance. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that's interesting. But that's why that's why I was saying earlier that this particular episode is kind of monumental in a small way for me, um, because it's me choosing to go in headfirst and just kind of forge a new path here and be put more words to something to layers of this that I have not yet. Um, And for those of you who are into the Enneagram, I'm a type three, um, which is the achiever. So I have a lot of performance related assumptions in me that have been really brought to light over the past few years. Mm -hmm. And I get to decide, are these serving me or are they not? Sometimes they serve me. I have a drive that I really enjoy. I have ambition that I really benefit from. But when it makes me disqualified if I'm struggling, that's when it's not super helpful, right? right? Because we're talking about growth working in real life. Yeah. So So you change the rules of engagement in that sense because what you you were thinking at the beginning was, okay, in order for this experience to be the best or most comfortable for me, I would need to have closed the chapter on an issue, no longer really have any difficulty with it, and be able to, to look back and say... Oh, I did this, 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 and now everything's great. Yeah, right? I have a little formula I can tell you. I have a little alliteration. So I that's like those what you're, things. yeah, and that's that's where yeah. you're starting. That's what you're you're drawn to. That's what yep. you naturally would feel the most comfortable in. Yes. But when you change the rules of engagement around that, you ask yourself, okay, not what's what makes me feel the best when I when I press stop record on the laptop but you're asking instead what is going to be the most helpful to someone who's listening who's in a similar position right Right. and then you know when you think about it from that angle right then you go oh okay so if I have to put up with some discomfort yep to to have a conversation that's going to be more helpful to more people. Right. That's I'm, I'm in on that. That's you a challenge I mean? for like, growth that I would like to accept. Exactly. That's a new commitment yeah. of being me yeah. that I would like to try. And if we're working toward bigger, more meaningful things, yeah. we're willing to slog through a lot of garbage, right? And that's a lot right. of like... So this is kind of related doing to get there. It's true. This is kind of related to, I don't know if those of you listening have ever done like core values work. Um, If you've ever, I don't know, taken a quiz or even, um, even more simply, you could just Google core values and take a look at some of the lists that pop up there. Sure. But this is some of the work I do with my clients for this exact reason. If you're aware of kind of your top five ish core values these are words that really resonate with you you're you're noticing these words on a gut level like you're like this word is meaningful to me i wonder why and you're kind of describing that a little more for yourself but if you become familiar with your core values these are the things that are actually fueling you so they create motivation for growth yeah because the growth in handling my anxiety in ways that served me better and ways that made it less intense and took 
a shorter amount of time to come through me, um, handling my anxiety in ways that made me feel more resilient as a person, not perfect as a person. Right. 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 So you're, you're noticing, I want to be like, for me, I was like, I want to be authentic and in integrity. Like I want the me that shows up in one area to be really dang on close to the me that shows up in another area. Right. Yeah. I want to treat myself like it's okay for me to be here even when I'm struggling. Right. Yeah. Um, and there was some self-compassion, um, growth in there for me as well. That was kind of mixed into that of, I was used to kind of dismissing myself in order to grow in a weird way, even though I can tell now that wasn't quite an integrity either, but we all have to start somewhere. Right. So for sure you usually, when you say yes to growth and you start practicing that, it does kind of have a natural trickle effect of like bringing other things to your awareness and kind of showing you more of the picture of who you want to be because you're starting to get a taste of being yourself in a better feeling way. And then the stuff in the meanwhile is worth it. Yeah. The stuff in the meantime is worth it. That's my point too. the costs you were talking about needing to pay to get the growth. They're so worth it when you know these are these are actually aligned with who I want to be, right. with my core values as a person. Yeah. Um, so really quick too, like on a spiritual note with this topic, there are a couple um like verses or truths that I have felt very specifically um connected to when I was thinking about this part of me. Yeah. Because I think any growth that we do, it's going to affect us mind, body, spirit. Because it's who we are and we're we're trying to grow in how we are being ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So on the spirit level, um two of the concepts that I had always heard about growing up like in the church and that kind of thing, but this made it really hit home, being a new creation. Sure. And like a handful of years ago, I started to look at some of these verses that I was super familiar with, but look at them in a new light. Like, am I actually acting like I believe this is true about me? And doing some of this, reframing the old story, um, tr- making a, an effort to shift from seeing myself as a victim mostly to instead seeing myself as in charge and capable, being a new creation in God where he is sustaining me and he's providing for me, but he's also given, he's designed me with capability to manage my mind and to step into my hard feelings with myself from Mm -hmm. a different vantage point. Like that was actually a really cool promise for me. Yeah. Um, doing some of this work and also, um, the other spiritual concept that kind of came up for me doing this, managing my anxiety work, um, was, God tells me that he gives me access to peace that passes understanding. Mm -hmm. And that one was very interesting for me too, because again, I'm trying to help myself take, take action as me more from the place. Like it matters to me that I'm living uh, in alignment with what I say, I believe spiritually for uh, personally, that matters a lot to me to be in integrity with that. So the fact that God says he gives me peace that passes understanding, it actually really helped me with my anxiety stuff because even if I didn't know how in the world my anxiety was going to lessen, 
I did know I had this feeling like if I pursue peace, I don't have to understand why this works. Sure. I just need to grab onto peace and to let go of pressure. Yeah. That's what I need. That's all I need to do. And it kind of took the head work out of it because I don't know if you can relate, but like. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say you said to just hold on to peace and let go of pressure. I don't mean and to I, minimize yes, that, yeah. that 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 yeah. takes energy and that takes um that that it takes intentionality and that it takes energy. Like yeah. I don't mean to minimize that, but I know you don't. I, I just well I'm the just reason I said wanting it wanting like, you to clarify yeah, a little for bit. Sure. So the reason I said it like that is because particularly my brain's response to doing something different is to overcomplicate things. Yes. My brain is and telling ultimately, me. This is a simple process, but it is but excruciatingly it is hard yes. to do, right? It's simple, but it's not easy. That's why and I just, you yeah, know. to help ourselves um, catch when our brain is kind of like, as we're trying to change and tweak some of the ways that we handle these uncomfortable emotions like anxiety, when we're in the middle of it, is really when we do have the invitation to handle it a different way. Yeah. And that's why in the moment, that's why it's so difficult. Mm. Um, because we're, be- we're in the pressure already. We're not in the break of the pressure when we're trying to manage it different. We're in the pressure. Yeah. yeah. So when I say just with this, that was almost something I needed to remind my brain, like, hey, I'm letting go of pressure. That's just what I'm doing right now. Mm. So it wasn't like, just do this. It was more like, I just need to focus on one thing. That's, that's your that word. Sense? Yeah, that's your word. That's yeah. like sort of trying to help comfort yourself and as simplify you're doing it. And yeah. specifically simplify for yeah. myself. Because I will be like, what are all of the things sure. that would help me do this? And that's how this specific tool, simplify. Like that has helped me so much with the anxiety piece specifically because I don't need every single tool. Yeah. I need one tool that's going to help me yeah. just come back to like a safety feeling and then I can kind of move on from that. Yeah. Like in the moment. I don't mean move on like, oh, no, then I'm it. over it. I get but it. then I can move forward is what yeah. I mean. Yeah. I think that's good. That's helpful explanation. I would say, yeah. I think the phrasing I would use for that for me if yeah. somebody thinks more like me yeah i would say this is all i'm doing right now ah, you that's know, good yeah um, that's exactly what i'm talking about yeah you yeah. change the language to make it work for you yeah that's this is because the funny thing don't make any of these things don't make any of it work against you yeah catch the meaning of it and then immediately start putting your own language to it if you need different a different word by all means, pick a different word. Yeah. But, but this is all just supposed to be in service of you moving through it, yeah. moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. The only reason I get hung up on yeah. language sometimes is I'm just, I'm so literal minded that it's really challenging for me to even hear your point. Sure. Because because if I think you just said, yeah, I know it's really hard for you. You just have to do this. Right. I'm so, I'm so turned off 
immediately yeah. that I heard it this way that like you said, take take the point that I'm trying to make and put it into your own language. And you're like, I didn't even hear the point. I'm saying I couldn't yep. hear the point. I missed it yep. because I was so sure. frustrated that like, oh, you mean this thing that is like the thing that if I could figure out how to turn it off, yeah. I would. Oh, just do that. You sure, know, I'm sure. like, ah, yeah. you know. Yeah, for sure. And I just. Well, uh, I think it goes along with what we were saying earlier, too, of like how rare it is to hear people talk about the struggle in the middle of the struggle with real language, relatable perspective, yeah. not trying to rush you through it, right. not trying to make you feel like an idiot for not being further. Yeah. It's hard to find those examples and it's a lot, you'll be a lot quicker and you'll find a lot more examples of people saying trite little things that are supposed to just be your hack. So yeah, I get to what you're saying. Hopefully people are hearing yeah. my presence here in some ways, like raising some of the objections that you would want to raise if you think more like me. Yeah. You know, if you hear it and go, yeah, but hang on. It's not that simple. Yeah, but yeah. hang on. That's not what my life looks like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. Now I know. Yeah. So we need to wrap up pretty quick. Yeah. Because you have a yeah. session you got to <laughs> get do. on the road We wanted to soon. record this in between. So yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, this was pretty, I mean, this is a really great time to do that because I, I did just want to talk about it as it was happening yeah. and I'm glad we both got to share what each of our experiences you got are through with all it. the points you had and stuff pretty much okay. I mean not letting old spirals yeah, which I'm talking about in. feelings or thoughts like not letting that play uninterrupted yeah. yeah and that's kind of what we were talking about with um your because if the old story is playing uninterrupted like by that I just mean you're not interrupting your feeling or thought by yeah. saying hey like why are you here? I am trying to change how I manage this. For me, before I did some of my trauma therapy, I don't think I had a baseline where I could stop the spiral mm. from happening the same way. Mm -hmm. um, and so if you're listening and you're going, Man, how would I've I tried, interrupt I've that? tried to interrupt that spiral sure you know, 20 different ways right. over five years. And I just, I keep running into the same type of thing. I would just say to you, um, you know, maybe then it's time for you to reach out to someone who can, who yeah. can help you. Cause it, I know for me doing some of this healing around yeah. some unprocessed trauma, that's been a part of my life. Right things were going to keep going the same way because I, I couldn't like you didn't know what you did beyond. Know. Yeah. Well, not, not just that, but like there had to be some healing that took place Yeah. Okay. At, yep. to get me to a baseline where I was yeah. able to, you know, to deal with the, yeah. uh, to address the spiral. And yep. like I've, I've noticed now some of the stuff that the advice that I've been given for years yeah. and years, I'm like, oh, that wasn't just cliches people were tossing around because sure. they want to feel good. Right. Like, oh, now that I have a little more healing, yeah, I can do these things, you know? Yeah. Um, I appreciate you sharing that because that's 
if that applies, you know, to you as the listener, if you're like, oh, that might be, that might be why this has been hard for me or sure. why I haven't really yeah. made a lot of headway here. Um, I will say for me, that's a good point. How I can relate to that was I needed a, some kind of practice in self-compassion sure. to allow myself to do this because before the self-compassion stuff, learning more about that. And I use Dr. Kristen Neff, her book, Self-Compassion, and also her website has really helpful info. But before doing that, I would never have known how to give myself permission to spend the time it takes to practice this kind of thing, because it does take prioritizing what you're going through. Um, so from my perspective, that was a prereq yeah, kind of yeah, for yeah. this. Nice. Okay. That's so thank helpful you for saying know. that. Because yeah. there is a little bit of a prerequisite of, am I even giving myself permission to spend the time, spend the energy on me in that moment in a way that I have not really been living yeah. before? I'm just doing this episode to remind you, you do have options even beyond what you've been able to figure out. If something that you heard today really does kind of hit home for you and you want more like it, go ahead and visit my link at www.linktree.com backslash Coach Annalise. That's A-N-N-A-L-I-E-S-E. Um, and that does include the button in that link where you can just click it, schedule your free one-hour discovery chat with me. Um, I love meeting people that way. I love getting to talk with people about what came up for them, what you're working through. Um, and just see how coaching with me can help you live way less anxious and avoiding and way more like your true self. So I hope you live today more like you want to, and I can't wait to hear from you. 